Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the MadAxman.com podcast. This week we've got a special four-part multimedia multi-format extravaganza of a podcast, which is being released simultaneously online, on YouTube, and through the Podbean and iTunes networks. Basically, whatever you do, wherever you live, wherever you go, there is no escape from MadAxman.com this month. So why not just dive in, settle back and listen as I'm joined by my Art Delegate doubles partner Adam to review our performance and more importantly, the performance of our brand new first time on the table samurai army at the recent Burton doubles competition. This week, we're also eating and reviewing a curry in a box ready meal, Madam's local Asda, and we're also having a drink and attempting to make a vaguely informed comment on a range of hipster beers, all of which are available from honestbrew.co.uk. So, whatever format or device you're streaming, listening, or even watching this on, sit back as we crack open some titties and enjoy the battle and enjoy the banter. We're back online with the madaxman.com podcast, and I'm here with Adam. Hello. Hello, Adam. And we're here to talk you through in a video and audio podcast that also features online multimedia extravaganza with beer and food, um, the debut of the much-trailed Samurai Army and also the much-trailed Samurai Terrain at the recent Burton Doubles. Fantastic. Now, first things first, let's um, get our priorities right. Do you want to introduce the first two beers we will be reviewing? Oh, yes, actually, yes, because this is Burton. We are drinking beer at the same time here. This isn't particularly Burton-esque beer. I think these are, are much more hipster-type um, type beers in a can. Because that's the kind of guys we are. That's the kind of guys we are. I've got Hackney Brewery's Pushy Jet IPA, which is a heavily hopped IPA, unfiltered and unfined for a bigger flavour with hazy citrus tropical flavours. And we'll just listen to this one. That's, that's it um, on the table. And here we go. That's what it sounds being opened. Let's get a glass and we'll see what it sounds like being poured. Ooh. Actually, yes, that's, that is a little bit cloudy, actually. That's not necessarily my normal preference, but I'm sure that will be, um, that'll be nice later on. You can hear it fizzing gently, possibly. We'll move that away. And Adam, talk me through your beer. I am going through the Hackney Breweries again. Hop stuff four-hour session. Looks like I'm not sure. I... A four-hour session. Okay. That's quite a small count. Actually, four it's got hours. Arsenal on the top. Look it's at that. Born on the Royal Arsenal. Apparently. Must be for you. Um, Couldn't be better. I'm not overly keen on the poor pun, but it does have cannon on, which is always a good sign. So here awesome. we go. Oh, it, it's all quick. That's going to be a slurp, isn't it? No, that's going to be proper. I'm pouring. You're going for that. That's more of a gluggy pour, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that one fizzing as well? Yeah, decent head. Yeah, very clear, very clear. Quite a light. Yeah, yeah, mine, mine just looks chewy. Oh, you've got the whole can in there, very good. And I'll just fill up mine as well. So, on with the podcast, here we go, cheers. Obviously, we don't encourage drinking, but, but we do do it occasionally. It's fine. It's fine. So everything in moderation. Good. So now, how, how is your beer? Is it in first taste? It's um, it's quite a light, quite hoppy actually. Yeah, which you would expect. It's quite a light, um, fizzy bitter. It's quite nice. Nothing outrageously good, but yeah, it's quaffable. Looks a bit lagery. Okay, let's go for pushy jet chewy. Oh, I see what you mean. About chewy IPA. Cloudy. Yes. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's not overly chewy, actually. That's, that's quite civilised. 
One thing that is odd is I thought all the beers you were bringing were lagers, so that's why they're chilled from the fridge because I put them in the fridge. So. But yeah, it, hipster IPA could could be a bit of anything. So, right, well maybe we better talk about the game as some people have been watching no. this on screen on YouTube <laughs> for about three minutes now without any sight of what we're talking about. Right, so. So as you said, it's Bert, and we took the samurai. Now, the first important thing to say is, um, or to ask really, is Tim, when we were looking at trying to win this competition, what were the thought processes going through your head through the choice of army and army design? I don't think the winning the competition really came into it at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, this was an, uh, the first army. Oh, that's good, isn't it? The, fir the first army I've ever had professionally painted for me. All my other stuff that you, you've seen has been done by me, mm. and um, as kind of a birthday present to myself, I thought, let's get Samurai painted. I've been avoiding buying it for years, because I've always known it's been beyond me to do a proper proper job on it, um, which I think might have been one of the beers we had in Burton. Oh, no, no, that's, that's from the southwest. sorry. Um, that's, that's Truro or something like that, it's an all-stall. Um, but, so it's getting a proper Samurai painted, which I ordered back in September last year okay. and then it it took longer to paint um, than, than possibly I thought but the end result was well as you see was, was very good and the army finally actually got delivered um, literally on the morning of the competition about quarter past nine for a 9.30 start so so very much in the nick of time and um, that that purchasing procurement specification shipping to Sri Lanka or something, shipping back um, a piece of it, really very much defined the army list because talked about the army then after that um, small commercial break and um, on to the game really um, well we we set up having got the stuff out the box um, I think we actually magna based it um, during the during the deployment because it, it didn't come magna based but luckily I brought some magna base and a craft knife with me to do that and, and we did have enough of it and we were facing which is ideal when you've never played the army before never put it on table not even sure how the list composition works. You're just using whatever you bought. We played another samurai with people who, who everybody seemed to say to us, these guys have played with this army before a lot. Yeah, it's, um, I was chatting to someone um, that, from the same pub as people who were playing. He said, oh yeah, they, they used, they're really good with samurai. They've used it a lot. So um, That wasn't a good start, was it? Really? <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a good start. No, not at all. No. So this was it. This was, this was the first game. Um, Lots of troops. You've got lots of troops here, which are theirs. Lots of troops here, which are ours. And a beautiful village from Ashiro model terrain. And you can see the, the waterway wall and, and some expensive trees that, that we got. So just working from, from right to left here, a small commander warrior monks who were medium foot, turned a cutting weapon. Perfect for the village. Perfect for the village. This was, was a bigger command. Um, some of these are heavy foot. You can see they're slightly smaller. We have four bases of elite heavy foot turning cutting weapon, mm -hmm. proper samurai. I suspect those were three bowmen. And these were two medium swordsmen, all elite. I just maxed out the elite 
because I just not bought that many more figures, <laughs> so making it elite was was fine. Um, a couple of those Ashigaru types to, to do it, and then over to your bit. This was this was your section of the table. Um, that must have been the medium foot, surely, because your cavalry are out on the wing. Yeah, there's a medium foot pointing at field textbook, and um, on the outside of that, we massed all our cavalry. Um, yeah, so it's te- yeah, pretty straightforward. Their cavalry were there. Now that looked like a bigger cavalry command than we had. They did have more cavalry, but um, they've kind of got a gap here that we filled with our troops. So I th- our plan was basically to win on our left, wasn't it? Well, on your part of the table, yeah, because yeah. I, I clearly wasn't going to make much of a mess of this terrain here. So into this, which is a much better shot of the wall. Um, there are instructions on the website how to make this. And the, um, the the warrior monks have made it pretty much up to the edge of the town. These people have, have crept up. This isn't cattle. Um, this is a, an ambush marker that we borrowed because we forgot to, to get ambush markers. This is cattle. This is a, a side chariot. So, so not a great deal has happened here. For people, do you, do you want to point out what you mean by this is cattle, it's a scythe chariot? Yes, sorry. Um, you, in, there's an expendable element in Art de la Guerre. Usually it means a scythe chariot, mm-hmm. but the Japanese um, samurai had herds, herds of stampeding cows that were, were driven towards the enemy in a fairly uncontrolled way, and we'll, we'll see how they performed later. So this is a slightly better picture. I, I was a little bit off with the white balance on the camera. Um, so very much, but the two medium swordsmen up against the um, the edge of the train hopefully stops any mounted troops doing any any mischief to them. Then fitted up with the solid guys, and we've got a bit of a face off here. I think they had bow armed proper samurai, so our guys are not quite as good. Not desperately keen to push forward and mm-hmm. and get an engagement there in case these guys could, could break through. So this was already looking like a bit of a holding back and. Um, hopefully not take too many troops off the table too early given how much I'd just paid for them and, and how long I'd waited for them. Um, so here, this is you isn't it? This is you with the cavalry, the light horse, a couple of bits and, and you can see those troops here. Um, all flooded forwards as a sound of far left we were outnumbered in cavalry but we had um, we had here um, a great and again these are sort of like elite bow samurai so they're actually quite good so out here a bit scarier, but here this is where our main push came from, and this is where we were hoping to win the game. So we, you know, I guess getting the bowmen up against their cavalry hopefully helps you force the issue there a bit. Mm-hmm. Was that just the plan, or was that just the way they ended up? I thought I th- we we talked definitely about the what plan. our plan definitely was going to be. Definitely the plan, and that that was kind of it. And then it looks straight away that that we're charging forwards, and these two lines are almost in combat. We. Were you surprised there? Um, because there's a lot of light horse there, and you're, you're extending this with cavalry. I think is that the, that's the medium cavalry, isn't it? The one with the yeah, yellow banner. On the end. Well, so I was looking to chase off their light horse, um, and I was looking. But they to... didn't. <laughs> they well, didn't no, run away. Well, no. What, what was interesting was because as well as uh, mounted troops here, on just inside we had Bo, and I thought he would get really scared Down here. and skirmish back because okay. in the longer term, Bo is shooting over here. Yeah. So I was Magic arrow noises. I thought he was yep. going to skirmish back, so I had to push hard to try and pin him down and catch him. But um, he did something that surprised me. Okay, so so you're coming, you're here. The two lines are closing in on each other. Mm-hmm. You're doing some shooting against against this guy. Then all of a sudden, he charges in. He charged you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That that 
sorts things out. Which it? gave him an immediate advantage because our bow's slightly too far away. So yeah, actually the bows had not done any damage to this lot. Storm. And so you've got your, that's another command's cavalry, isn't it? The two red flags oh. were from another command. So I suppose you've got a bit more command and control here than he has. Mm -hmm. um, so how did this, oh, markers. Well, that's how it went. But yeah. oh, markers as true. well. True, yeah, one, two, three. At the back there, is that a marker? Maybe not. Um, so so pretty much a brutal mixed mixed yeah. cavalry thing. He leapt in with a bit of an advantage and he won, he got a little bit ahead really, I suppose. Okay. And so here we're back in the middle. So th these bits were, were my guys. I'd I'd spread these heavy infantry out. They're, they're super tough. They've got four hits. And we were slightly outnumbered. I was slightly outnumbered here. But I thought better to spread these guys out, create room for the cows, get the terrible pun in um, about that, and, and think that these guys can probably tough it out against slightly slightly less dense enemy. Um, and, and see if these people sort of intimidate him and, and stop him because that was developing quite quickly and, and I really wanted to see how this was. Yeah, and this I think it's like they take four hits and they're elite, so they're going to yeah, hang around for a while. They're going to hang around for a long time. And these are the peasants at the back, so clearly these go with the warrior monks, but with the warrior monks stuck, not doing much in the town, these guys moved up as a, as a second reserve line just in case they were needed. So so here, this is the bit we've not really seen before. This is the the join between your cavalry command and and the centre. This was the centre here, and I think your cavalry command's over so here. So the cavalry's just to the left where um, yep. the arrow is, and we're pushing the bows forward because in the field ahead of us there are targets because um, there's less of them than us. So this is where we're looking forward to push through for the win. Okay, so you got one there. Yeah, you got five against five, six against four, haven't you? And one peeled off um, to go into the flank of his cavalry because his initial charge gave him an advantage. Ah, that's the cavalry. Wow. Okay. Pinned him into the fight. So he got an initial advantage, but then as we push past, past the flanks of the cavalry fight, um, it's looking not too bad for us. Okay, so this is the cavalry with a slightly more colourful fight. So he's knocked a hole here. Yeah. You presumably knocked a hole there by the looks of it, or is that your? Um, you and knocked a hole here. He's come through here. He's that's a right a mess, kick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's a right, right mess. Ooh, that's tricky. So, so that's not oh, well, he's so in your flank. Oh, that's looking not so yeah, hopeful. That's not good. Um, but here you're just racing forwards, aren't you? You're not even bothering to shoot. Well, move and shoot, move and shoot, move and shoot, move and shoot. Just get in there, just charge in. So, all of a sudden. Ah, that's the one from yeah. from a couple of shots ago. It's arrived from the centre, and you know suddenly, whack! It's in the flank. This looks a. So you've dragged this all the way across from here. It's commander's way over here, but do you think that one was just there to die, just to, to waste a bit of time, or? Well, he, he's a reserve covering the gaps, and so he went over there to cover the gaps to stop the flank here being turned. So that's what okay. um, the reserves. That's, that's what he's there for. And then all of a sudden, boom, that's gone, yeah. boom, that's gone. And then he's, he's engaged. He's looking a little bit. But suddenly you've got two, three proper units there, and that, that looks like that's taken a hit as well. Uh -huh. So that must have been one that's gone. Oh, and there was an embedded general. There was the there embedded well. general. Oh, let's have a look. Was he, must have been, maybe that is, the, that must be the embedded general, I guess. So as I say, it's like we were going to have the advantage. His initial charge, where he chose to charge rather than go back, gave him the initial advantage, but... He pulled himself into a fight where he was going to get so well. Okay, so I've, I've still done nothing here, really. But I've, that's the job, that's right. You know, that's the job. I've, I've kind of minched, minched forward a little bit with these guys. This guy's pretending that he's going to go into a flank that doesn't actually exist. 
nobody's really keen to commit here because I, I guess what I thought was these were bow armed samurai, so their shooting ability just basically stops when they're in the village. So they weren't keen to come in. They wanted me to come out. I wasn't going to do that. So so very little was was happening here other than we were just admiring this this lovely tree. They weren't keen to push in, and um, all you had to do was nothing. Which yeah. even with your level of competence, you managed to. Um, and and yeah, you know, the long the longer the troops are on table, the the better value I get from from having them professionally painted. Indeed. So that that's all good. So and this you're in, you're fighting. Yeah. Swords are swinging, and stuff like that. Nagging natas, if that's what they're called, the chopping heads. And one hit, one hit, two hits, not good on medium foot. One, two, three, four. Yeah, and they've got the second string stuff there. You've got the overlap. This should be good, shouldn't it? Yeah, it's all going rock and roll. And this is the, the big hole, cavalry over there that you may be turning the tables on, and there's not a lot happening in the middle. So, what on earth is that? <laughs> right. Um, so, all of a sudden, We're this general down. is on his own. Mm -hmm. Looks like you've done Sandal of Intervene. Uh -huh. Chased him with the cavalry, hit him, slammed him. Going to go into his flank, and this stuff's hanging on. That um, continues to roll up the flank like um, we started off with. Well, well, your theory was to start off with, but reality wasn't. Well, it's just... It's working now, isn't it's it? It's fine. It's working now. So here go the cows. Cows are in. Um, you know, fascinating troop type. Could be good, could be bad. At least, you know, it gives them... A, this was actually the only thing in the army that I painted myself. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to commit it um, as early as possible. Straight in there. And um, back, to, back to this pivotal bit between the cavalry and between the centre. Suddenly you've, you've knocked a big hole there. Maybe that's a blue one. It might belong to him, so that might mean he's dead as well. You're taking a bit of damage because you should have done better there, surely. Well, no, that's an interesting... That's interesting. One thing I like about ADLG hmm. is um, it's not a game where you can win without taking risks. Okay. If you're going to make the omelette, you've got to crack the eggs. Yeah. Um, and that's just eggs being cracked. Yeah, and then I think you can, if, if you're being Japanese, you can make them into sort of a thing that's kind of like Japanese pizza where they crack eggs into some weird noodle thing that they put. No, that's too much um, too much detail. Um, far too much for this time of night. So this, yeah, this is a proper fight, isn't it? This is, they're nearly gone, they're nearly gone. You've thrown in the reserves. Oh, no, no, that's a, that's a samurai. But then stuff's, he's turned the flank. This is just brutal. It looks like you're having a bit of a bad day here, actually. But was that your no that's yours isn't it that's just rolling these guys up it's yeah this is the end game for that fight over the fields yeah, and you've still got the reserves okay so suddenly you're in i'm in you're fighting finally yes How you, that go? um i'm not entirely sure but clearly the cows did nothing at all so so you know heavy infantry heavy infantry swordsmen this looks like the um this looks like the mad guys um the, the warrior monks these guys have pushed forwards a bit more, so there's a bit of an overlap developing. But, but I think where I was at with this one, you know, this was a, a bit of a lottery fight. But you start, you started to win. So going into a lottery fight where you're going to trade off, this was the point you start thinking the enemy army is going to collapse before ours. So Just by if we swap casualties, we'll get to the break point, mm -hmm. or they will get to the break point before we do. Um, here. You're back to, do you remember this bit at all? Um, or was it yeah, a long, long time ago? This is just in a galaxy far away. I, I, Actually, look, I, you're not moving the reserves up, are you? So it can't have been too it's bad. It's just tucking up the rest of his troops. It yeah. looks a bit messy because 
going into flanks and tucking up the rest of the troops for the game really. Okay. So, so this is this is my guys. So actually, you know, looks like a great result there. We must have run over some mediums. I guess mediums only take three hits, and if you're going in with two handed cutting weapon men, you know, you win by three on the dice or, or whatever, you get the extra hit. Suddenly you're blowing the three the three hits guys away with your four hit guys. This clearly I just got lucky there. <laughs> That's life, but but you're always doing or nearly always doing extra hits with the, the two handed cutters. Um take a bit of damage here but but trade off here and the cows clearly clearly still done nothing at all. Um this is this is is this still wrapping up the end of their cavalry? This is the end of your fight. This was the end of my fight. They had more cavalry in there. Ah, uh, they must have had more stuff in the middle. More mountain in the middle. Yeah, slightly different combination to us. So they this is this is always scary though. The medium foot, they're elite, so that makes them good. They shoot, so if they can damage the cavalry, but they could get run over. So these guys have obviously not done so well. This is the fight again. We're still throwing bodies in. This is pretty scary. Yellow, nearly gone, nearly gone. All the monks are nearly gone against some some pretty robust samurai, but but these three, four hit guys are starting to really, really flake out a big hole there. So trade off. This is a trade off, but but you're you're still winning. So you know, trade yeah. one for one, and, and we're still both getting to the break point, or they're getting to the break point a bit sooner than than we are. This looks like um, you ah you have brought the reserves up here to, mm -hmm. and that cavalry's come back. So you must have won the. <laughs> you've tucked up that flank completely by here. And suddenly, boom, that makes the difference. Red hit, yellow hit, they're just being rolled up. It allows your poor quality troops to do quite well. And in fact, yep, there they go again. The flanks are. So this must have come out of out of the middle and, and driven in to support my guys. So suddenly you get that thing with the battle unzipping, yep. that you punch that hole, you've got spare troops who can come in and, and make a very, very big difference um, on that fight. And that must have been it. So you went on the cavalry wing after a bit of a struggle to start with. I would say, it's, it's considering that we only seen the army 15 minutes before, I think our simple plan of we're holding them here because it's an equal fight. Oh, look, we've got a bit of an advantage on this flank. So our simple plan of go strong where we've got a bit of an advantage. Once that starts working, going all along the line, um, worked lovely. No, that's cracking. Good, excellent. And how's the beer going down? Um, it's gone down very well. Oh, actually, yes, yours has gone really down quite well, hasn't it? Yeah, it's quite quaffable. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, you know, still, it's getting a little bit more chewy towards the end, but it's, it's still not got too much, um, too much nasty taste in so it. Big, so big thumbs up for the um, hop stuff. Hop stuff for our session, probably good. Push eject IPA. I think it's probably still pers personal preference for me. I still don't really like these cloudy beers as much as the clean ones. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, you know, but that, but that's that, just taste. It's still a decent one. You know, of a cloudy beer, this is one I could actually drink and probably imagine that it's not cloudy. Okay. -ish. So, you know, damn blue faint praise, I guess. So, um, on to that. And I, I wonder what, what, um, no idea what the Japanese guy said, but Samurai, what does he think? Um, yeah, basically, I think he's saying we were, um, we were lucky, really. We had two near identical armies. They went toe to toe, and we lucked out because we killed a general. That. No, no, I think I think no. That's just really unfair. Really unfair. I thought it was just. Well, no, the fight on the flank, we had an advantage, and yep. we pushed hard there, and we went slowly where we didn't have an advantage, until the advantage um, paid dividends, and then 
and then just it everywhere. Just it. Okay, fantastic, good. Well, that's first game over. There's uh, three more of these reports to go. Hopefully you've survived this one, and um, hopefully we survive drinking a beer on each of the, the other three. And I think there's a bit of curry to come as well. Time to put the barges in. Time to put the barges in. All right, we'll catch you on the next podcast. Thank <laughs> you.